I was telling him about all this great info that Mary had found regarding my family tree. And he was so excited to hear that this information. He started telling me these stories. And when we got home, he didn't want to go to bed, even though it was late at night. We ended up just uh, opening up a bottle of whiskey and talking until about, uh, oh gosh, it was like 2, 3 in the morning. Hello and welcome to the Heritage Guru Podcast, helping you discover your family's history. Hello and welcome. This is Sam. I'm the host. Uh, Mary, my wife, is the genealogist in this family. Um, She actually got me into genealogy. I had no clue about genealogy. Well, very little clue about genealogy before we met. Before that, I had done a little bit of like genealogy family history research back in 1994, somewhere about there. I lived in New York, uh, went to the archives in New York City on Varick Street, I think it was. And uh, before that, I went to Ellis Island. For some reason, I thought there were records there, but there weren't. Um, when I got there, one of the uh, the guards... Uh, one of the guards or the security people there said, uh, oh, no, they're not there. They're kept in downtown Manhattan. So, you know, I made another trip uh, another day. might have been several months later. I don't remember exactly. But I went there and I tried to find some info. I didn't have much luck. And then I just kind of left it at that. But it is interesting um, when I hear Mary talk about genealogy. I got into it. So let's jump right in. Number one, you copy someone else's work. In other words, you have no documentation. You may have some erroneous info from, let's say, example, from the Internet. So Ancestry.com is a great resource. They tout these green leaves that if you get a hit on someone that's uh, in your family tree, uh, but that's not always accurate. Unless you have that documentation, uh, it's not a guarantee that that is a person in your family tree. Number two. You don't want to trust the transcription. Now, I mentioned this in the other episode, um, but you want to trust the the actual document. Uh, If someone copied the info from the original document, they may have written something down that they didn't actually think was important, or they may have misspelled something, or maybe they had bad handwriting. So that's why you need the actual document, and don't trust the transcription. Number three. You keep discoveries to yourself. So we trace our trees for our families, but we don't share the information with our siblings, our aunts, our mom or dad, or even our kids. So how are they going to know about their family if you don't share that information? And the other thing also is it can be a good, good bonding experience. So, for example... Last year, my dad came to visit. He lives uh, out of uh, out of the country. He lives abroad, and he came to visit last April. And I picked him up from the airport, and it was late at night. It must have been about, by the time we got home, it must have been about 12, 12.30. I don't know. And then we ended up just, uh, you know, on the way back to the house from the airport, we were, I was telling him about all this great info that Mary had found regarding my family tree. And he was so excited to hear that this information. He started telling me these stories. And when we got home, 
he didn't want to go to bed, even though it was late at night. We ended up just uh, opening up a bottle of whiskey and talking till about, uh, oh gosh, it was like two, three in the morning. And then, uh, but it was such a, it was a nice bonding experience. I got to hear all these stories and I wrote them down and I, I still have them. And um, um, so, yeah, you know, it can be a nice bonding experience. When I get information, I like to share it with um, my Aunt Hilda and my cousin Judy. They're the genealogists in my family. I mean, they're not, they're not genealogists per se, but they'd like to uh, research our, our family history. So it's a nice, it's a nice little thing to give you an excuse to call your family. Number four, you get discouraged, and genealogy is hard. And you know, I don't blame people for wanting to to quit or to call it quits, but a lot of times records aren't available. Handwriting can be tough to read. You hit a brick wall. Uh, oftentimes, uh, government agencies take forever to send uh, a birth certificate, for example. And sometimes uh, some some walls may not be, you may not be able to surmount them. Uh, some information in the family tree may not be solved. Uh, but it takes patience and it takes time. So keep searching and you'll find, uh, hopefully you'll find something great-grandma Harriet's, great-grandma Harriet's history. Number five, you only use Ancestry.com. Now, Ancestry.com can be a great resource for finding information about your family history. It makes family history more accessible. But it's not the end-all, be-all. There's still tons of records and documents that still haven't been ar archived. Take a walk in a cemetery or a library. Go to conferences and powwow with other people who do family research, family history research. For instance, we are going to the New York State Family History Conference, and uh, that's in September. So we're looking forward to that, and uh, we'll get to hobnob with uh, other folks that are into uh, genealogy and researching family trees. And also these, uh, these shows about genealogy, like Who Do You Think You Are? They'll have uh, a guest on, for example, like Matthew Broderick. And uh, I love that show, by the way. And who doesn't love Matthew Broderick? Such an adorable guy, but uh, such a likable guy. The genealogists, uh, you know, they, they go to different, uh, different countries and look at archives and churches and they look at old newspapers and, and uh, uh, government agencies across, uh, across the seas. So, you know, it's, it's, you can't just rely on Ancestry.com. Number six. You forget your history. You have to put our families into context. So put an ancestor into a time and place. Um, what was going on exactly? So it helps you understand things like why an, ancestor, why an ancestor had an occupation. So I had an ancestor that was a Sicilian, and he was a fisherman. And why was he a fisherman? Because he lived on an island. <laughs> So putting yourself in a time and place can give you information as to why a family migrated or why they were a certain religion or whether, some, whether or not someone served in the military and why a mother had three kids and they died in only two years. So, for example, like uh, the, the Spanish influenza in the 1917 to 1919, people's lives were cut short, families were mowed down by uh, by this uh, terrible, terrible pandemic. So, again, putting yourself in a certain time, certain epoch, can give you a lot of information as to why 
ancestors, certain ancestors made decisions. And number seven, you think you're finished. Family history research, my friend, is never done. There may be lulls, but you'll uncover people and places that you never dreamed of. You might find a cousin or an aunt or, I'm sorry, I say aunt like uh, Long Islander. I'm originally from Long Island, New York. So we say aunt. I don't know why. But the other people I know across the country, they say aunt. So, uh, <laughs> you know, you'll find stories that uh, you maybe never could have imagined. Um, and it gives, like I mentioned before, it gives you an excuse to call relatives and let them know um, what you found, the information you found, and uh, you can bond. And it opens up avenues. And, uh, you know, you get a, wonder, a sense of wonder when you f- discover things about yourself and about your family history. And it opens branches. You're not sure where to find this info. If you need help, you can always contact Mary uh, through the website, uh, heritageandvino.com or heritageguru.com, and just contact us through the contact form. Um, and that's about it. Uh, if you have any questions um, or, or anything, just uh, let us know. Uh, any comments, please share, please comment, and please subscribe. Thanks so much, and hope to see you soon.